Welcome to the Rising Society Podcast. I'm Tony K. I'm Johnny B. And tonight we're going to be talking about the vaccine mandates. So we're going to be talking about what it means for America and what the heck is going on. <laughs> uh, Tony, you want to go ahead and start? Sure, yeah. Vaccine mandates here. You know, we, obviously, right now, things are crazy. And we're speaking to specifically, um, I guess, to to COVID vaccine, the, the Kung flu or the, the China, what's it What's it called? The, coro- the, corona, the coronavirus? Is that the, what it is? The 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 China flu. China flu. The Kung, the Kung flu. The Kung flu. Yeah. So, you know, it's crazy. You know, I if if you say they should never mandate it, they should never mandate it, and I think we can all probably attest to that, uh, or at least most of us would say, well, I don't think you should be telling me what I should and shouldn't do, whether or not it affects you or not, because you have the free will and choice to go and protect yourself. Vaccine mandates contradict everything that this country was founded on. This country was founded upon the premise of setting up a system that was morally good rather than a system that was built around trying to to promote and propagate the most good for the most people. What What do I mean by that? What that means is that you should have the freedom from tyranny. You should have the right to live your life. You should have the freedom from... From un from unwarranted and, and unreasonable restrictions on your life and on your liberty. So, so the thing is, there are kind of there are two pathways from which any policy can be born. One is the moral pathway. The other one is the utilitarian pathway, meaning like the most good for the most people. The moral pathway. Some examples of that are like when we say do not murder, do not rape. Do not transgress on against someone else's property. The Bill of Rights, which restricts the government from encroaching, uh, from encroaching upon our our liberties and rights. It's the idea that my liberty ends where your liberty begins, right? And then the utilitarian approach is is different. It's the idea that that the most good for the most people is the military draft. The most good for the most people are vaccine mandates. The most good for the most people is uh, is uh, is compulsory education. The most good for the most people is car insurance, um, or is uh, mandatory car insurance, for instance. And the thing is, is that that there is that there there is a bit of a balance to be struck here. But the thing is, when when we tend in the direction of utilitarianism, which is which is justifying something by saying it's the most good for the most people, we end up going down the road toward totalitarianism, because that is always the justification for totalitarianism. Yeah. Hitler did not did not rise to power because he was um because everybody in Germany just suddenly went crazy. He rose to power because he was arguing that 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 by by uh by by removing wealth from from the Jewish community, by scapegoating the Jewish community, by socializing the country that it would make it better for ethnic Germans. It would be the most good for the most people. And the thing is, is that we have got to halt that line of reasoning in its tracks. Um, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to keep occupying the, uh, the, the mic. Go ahead. <laughs> well, yeah. In the, in the, you know, while that is true, um, the, the unfortunate truth that you must contend with is that there are a large swath of people that do not believe that and, and would, and would say the exact same thing with just as much um, ferociousness about utilitarianism. And I think what probably is the most ideal, so that way everybody doesn't kill each other, 
is to strike the balance between nearly all things. Now, this is the challenging part here, right? Because there are, um, there are freedoms, certain, you know, liberties and freedoms that if they are encroached upon, they're very specific ones that if they are encroached upon to a degree that they absolutely will topple, um, pretty quickly and things will collapse. So, you know, I mean, in the United States, the first and second amendment are pretty vital. Um, if either one of those is completely uh, stamped out, the things decay w- within a matter of, uh, I don't know, less than a year. I mean, p- pretty quickly. I mean, it'd, that... probably, it'd probably be months. It, it, <laughs> but things would become very violent and very tribal very fast. And, and we're not far from that. And that's, the, that's what I think most people feel right now, and all that tension that's, that's kind of binding people up. Um, my biggest concern about the vaccine mandate specifically is, is not so much, are they here? Is the government doing them? People back them, people support them. Those are always going to exist. The, the, the masses will always implement things to safeguard them from the fear that they think exists, whether it is a true or not. Um, and it is to a degree, but you know, how much of a degree is that? Um, it's what are the vaccine mandates doing to the world and specifically our country? How are they impacting us? Do they, the goal is pretty clear. Vaccine mandate to force people to get the shot. Seems pretty clear. Well, the unfortunate side effect that has come about is that, yeah, some people will go get it and other people won't. And even if they do get the shot, they they now have an opinion of your vision that you have forced them to do something so abhorrent about their own private health and you forced them to do that that next time it, it it's not going to be pretty it's not going to be pretty and then the immediate effects the the immediate backlashes are all the current unions that which is pretty ironic that the democrats try to say it should still exist which is hilarious because it's those same unions that are fighting them to say mm, no we're not doing that so you have you know you have chicago that's about to lose a large swath of its police force i think it's la or san francisco that's about to lose a good chunk seattle as well cops walking out um, Southwest Airlines trying to claim that 2,000 flights that were canceled over a very short window of time was due, it was to, due to the weather. It was due to FAA, even though the FAA came out and be like, yeah, no, they, they smacked that down pretty hard. And then they tried to claim it was about uh, weather. Yeah, that's not true. Yeah, No, it, it actually turns out that they tried to force a good amount of their employees to get the vaccine mandate. They all gave them the finger. And uh, ultimately, that resulted in no flights. And now, of course, as uh, money talks and bullshit walks... Um, they have now paused, uh, that enforcement to try to give people more time to get vaccinated. You know, it's not cause they just lost a crap load of money and they got raked across the coals in the, uh, in the media. No, it's not that at all. It's, it's cause they want to give people more time, you know, get the vaccine. That's, that's what it is. No, that's, that's the problem I see, right? That's the issue I'm seeing is the immediate impact. And then also the future impact, because I know for myself, um, it has pushed me into a position of even if I comply with your specific health order, the next time after that, it's not going to be pretty. And if it happens again and it's successful, there, there, there will not be a next time. There absolutely will not be. And it's it, and that's when you see people with tribalistic rage and violence. When you think you're like, well, I, I don't understand. If I, I'm all I'm doing is telling them to get a shot. That's crazy. And then they they took an AR-15 and they went and shot up a clinic because of that. That's just that's just wild. I don't understand it. 
that's the level you're pushing people to is when you push them to do things that they don't want to do extensively over time and it and it starts to infect every aspect of their life and they it's this isn't this isn't conspiracy that you think they're infecting they absolutely are infecting your life when that reaches down into the depths of every corner of your life people just start to lose it people start to lose it and then those same people who start to lose it will band together and form good chunks of the population it's not surprising at all that there's like what 10 20 well more than that now probably 30 percent of the the conservative party yeah. is like full blown hardcore. Go fuck yourself, and they'll never and they and they will never ever support anybody ever again. That's not of their side of the aisle ever. They don't even listen to them. What happened? Was it because they're a bunch of idiots? No, it's it, you. You literally have punched them into the dirt, spit on them, buried them, and then pissed in their face. Yeah, it's the only natural response is no, never again. Not going to happen, and that's not good. That's not a good thing <clears throat> for anybody. And, 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 you know, Johnny, the, the thing I worry about the most is there's, there's a saying that when people lose everything, they lose it. <laughs> and, you know, we're experiencing, um, we're experiencing inflation that will be with us for a while. Who, who the heck knows how long, who the, who the heck it's knows just transitory. how, how, no, it's how just high trans- it's going to spike. It's oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, and, and then, and then you've got, and then you've got people, you know, and then you've got people that are being forced to take this vaccine who probably would have taken it who probably yeah. would have taken it otherwise right. if if we would have continued following the policy of of persuasion um as being not fear yeah yeah, yeah not fear following the the policy of persuasion but the thing is now now these people are resistant to to the vaccines and and big picture what they feel like is is that they're losing control over their lives their 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 paychecks buy them less stuff at the grocery store yeah. and on top of that their the the amount of control they have over their life it's getting smaller and smaller and smaller and yeah. eventually a point comes with people that they lose it and we don't want to cut to the, we and we don't yeah. want to get to that point because the thing is when people lose it we all lose yeah the history has is pretty clear on what happens when violent young men um lose it and and they don't lose it individually and like you know uh independently they they form militias they form violent mobs but these aren't you know especially in america these aren't mobs who have pitchforks these are armed people um but what's even crazier is that each and every one of us could very well be members of said mob because how far have they pushed you uh, we all like to say we're free and we all like to say we have a lot of control over our, our tiny little, uh, plots of land and in, in our lives, but ultimately we, we have very little And this, what has transpired since January of 2020 in the United States and pretty much everywhere in the world further proves that you have very little control over your life. The, your domain is, is very small. Very, very small. It's almost to the point where you don't even have that anymore. And that is pushing people to um, some some moments of desperation. And when, when when humans reach desperation and they suffer and they and they suffer for a long period of time, they get powerful. They get very strong and they become they become some some incredible super soldiers, which is which is the ironic part, because they're not they're not formally trained. They're not they're not people who have had uh, knowledge basis or reading books. They're just tired of you doing things to them that they do not want to do. Whether that's right or wrong by anybody's book, the point is it has dire ramifications and massive, massive pushbacks that will happen as history has shown. And I think we're tending towards that. And 
I don't think there's a way to stop it at this point. I think there's a way that survival is going to kick in next. I think survival instincts are going to be what what's going to happen next. The entire establishment from from the legacy media to academia to to uh, to the to the political class and it's the left and the right, the Republicans, Democrats, who 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 whoever whoever it is. Yeah. But basically basically the ruling class, the, the class that's not us. Um they their goal, I believe, is to keep us in a state of fear and anxiety because because what they believe and and there's probably good reason to think that that people are easier to control when they are anxious and fearful. Yeah. And the thing is when when we find ourselves feeling anxious and feeling fearful, the very best thing for us to do is to surround ourselves with people that care about us and that we care about because th- those things those things help to lower our our um uh, adrenaline levels. Yeah. Our, our uh, th- those th- those are what truly help to calm our nerves and 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 I I believe that's one of the reasons so many people are are on like antidepressants and and anxiety medicine and all kinds of things is is not not just because of chemical imbalances that people are born with but um but because they're because people are kept in this state of anxiety and fear yeah. and and these vaccine mandates are just another layer on top of the cake. Yeah. And yeah. and and it's something that uh that when you go and tell somebody that maybe not tomorrow, but possibly in three months, they may lose their job if they don't comply with a particular order. That's going to cause them a significant amount of anxiety. Oh, yeah. It doesn't matter who the person is, whether they're right. they're a naval corpsman or or if they're a uh, a deli clerk at a grocery store. Even if they get the shot and they comply, ultimately, even if they do comply right off the bat, that fear and anxiety is there. It never goes away. And it further hardens their position on the particular topic. Well, you are, I think you're right on the, you know, the whole point of the ruling class when they, when that's, that's why the fear is, that's, that's, well, that's the whole point, right? Why fear is used in uh, mass media and from the government level of constant state of fear and concern. That's the only way they can get you to vote them back in. So that way they'll enact like multi-trillion dollar policies, which is like total load of crap. But that's the only reason. That's the only way they can justify their existence. They're 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 just as much of a useless, you know, sob as 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 anyone else is down at the grocery store stocking shelves or you know uh, selling cars or any, it doesn't matter. We're we're all both useful and useless, and they're probably the most useless of all society. <laughs> the damn uh, yeah. all politicians. But that's all it is. Is it's it's just constant. But the thing is, is that's interesting. Is that. While that's the thing that they use, they have to use that tool to stay in office to get things done on their dime. What they what they actually think they're doing, sacrificing that are not really. There's only so far that you can push people um, before, and and the way that you would, the way that you would want to successfully do that is to keep them in a harmonious balance. So they think they're free. They have perceptions of freedom and power, but they don't actually have freedoms or power. China is pretty good at doing this, but that's only because they've mm-hmm. brought people out of poverty. But that only goes so far. The United States is a is a bit more technical because you have to balance that very carefully. If you cross some of those freedoms, people will slay you. They'll just take they'll just put yeah. they'll put you to the sword. They will not think twice. Now that's a for a lot of people they can't quite understand or comprehend why that would be. But we in the West we have some pretty amazing freedoms. 
and um, and protections that really nobody else in the world has. And we are so fearful that because we saw what it took to acquire those, which is insane to even think. Um, nobody wants to see that happen again. And some people would go so far as to not just give their life, but to take many, many, many other lives if they feel that's at risk. That's the truly scary part about this. <clears throat> it's funny because the more in control someone feels regarding their life, the healthier they're going to be, the, the, the less tendency toward authoritarianism and cruelty they're going to have. Um, I, I think that, that I think there's a lot there and I know this is kind of, kind of going down a little bit of a rabbit trail, but, but, uh, but hear me out. I think that when people, when people feel like they've lost control over their lives and, you know, and what we've already said, like inflation, vaccine mandates, all, all this, all this other stuff, everything going on, um, they have a tendency to want a savior when, when they, to, to seek a savior, when, when they feel like they've lost control and that, that they, that, that hope is just this little glimmer, very, very, very far away, like, like some burned out star on the other side of the galaxy. Um, and I think that is the thing that drives people to identity politics and that drives people into the hands of authoritarian people and, and, and that radicalizes people like, like, like you and I both said earlier mm -hmm. that, um, that, that people, that people will, will run openly into the arms of, of, of causing violence sure. and, 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 and just completely pathological demonstrations of violence and things. <laughs> I, 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 I think that that, that stems from an inferiority complex that people get from being kept in a constant state of fear yeah. and anxiety. There's only so much. And, you can and, you can only take so much. I mean, the human mind only even the best and brightest of all of us, the 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 the, the most uh what I guess what quote can we use here? The most Buddha of all of us. Mm -hmm. There's only so much that person could take. Now there are people who would take that all the way to their death, <clears throat> but there are those those people are are so few and far between you might you may never come across them or if you do you'll never know who they are but most people um you know they have a tolerance they have a breaking point and if you if you push them to a certain level they will break and that breaking point is like uh what's the game a uh, postal yeah <laughs> going postal so yeah that's that's literally what people will do and you don't you do not want to see what's going to happen with a bunch of young violent men quote go postal Right. on society because it's not cool they don't and, and, they don't and, burn and, their own cities to the ground by the way they come and they burn your cities to the yeah. ground and that is that is not fun and, and <laughs> it's not fun and, at all and, and you know and and that's the thing that's that is that's chilling and yes. and we, we've got we got to do everything we can to to to, to yes. not allow that to happen now now one thing i do want to say is some of my favorite videos to look up on youtube are are like are like buddhist monks that, that get agitated and angry and that like and that fight people yeah like like uh like it's you know they'll, they'll be sitting like meditating like on on a sidewalk or something in thailand or, mm -hmm. or wherever wherever they live and somebody will go up and they'll, they'll annoy them like like they'll like they'll throw water on them or they'll go <laughs> right, up and right. they'll, they'll punch them or something i'm not advocating for violence or anything but but it's it's just, it's just funny yeah, to, to watch this crazy very, and they do it it's just funny to watch this very to watch a very peaceful buddhist monk who, who's sitting there very tranquil and, mm -hmm. and just just in the zone they they're, they're they're like mentally they've transcended to nirvana and then mm -hmm. and then they get yanked back down because some 14 year old kid throws a bucket of water on them yeah that's and when they, you break the 14 year old's arm and that's what and, you do. and that's what they do they, they yes. chase the 14 year old kid down yeah and, and then because it's like thailand there's usually like there's usually like like, like a band of, of wild like like monkeys or something <laughs> that are following them because 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 the monkeys want in on the fight too yeah 
But well, you know, they, you know, they, they, I don't particularly believe in that worldview. But ultimately, it, I, I think I think the what is interesting is the harmonious balance that if you can find that, um, that's where most people tend to be most comfortable and and live the the wild card here. And this is to me speaking about where history has come from forcing people to do things they don't want to do and watching that kind of kick back. Um, what I've seen, and this is the wild card is technology because in today's world, um, that's not what occupies people's minds anymore. Um, it it is right in a sense in the back of their head, but not actively, right? It's Facebook. It's, it's Netflix. It's, it's all of those things. Yeah. But all the big things that are pervading their life there, those are in the back of their head even though subconsciously they are actively churning at all times. And that rears its ugly head in forms of violence and racism and hatred and bigotry and all this shit. That's what form, that's what does that. But ultimately when you start going down that pathway, like you said, depression, anxiety, synthetic medications and ODing on those enough to where you just want to escape whatever it is. This appears to be, which all everybody around you keeps calling it reality, but you yourself feel it's something far more and all you want to do is get away from it yeah it, it it doesn't it doesn't bode well for all of us who have to occupy that same space makes it very hard to live with your neighbors when and, that when that world starts going that direction and, and you know and that's the thing life, life is already hard enough oh my god you know and so it's short yeah yeah you know? it, it, it's 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 hard and short and it's it, there's a lot of oh tragedy god. in it oh so god. it's hard and short I don't know. oh god <laughs> we're gonna get banned for that one yeah well <laughs> it's very hard it's very short <laughs> Well, it, 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 well, I, I, I guess that, that would kind of go, go along with anything Italian, right? Well, 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 anyway, anyway. Or Irish, you know? No, 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 no. I, I can tell you that. Oh, go oh it's just long and Irish. soft. <laughs> well. <laughs> oh, we're off the rails. No, it's, it's true. Um, it, it, yeah, it, it's, it, life is tough. Life is short. You, you, you blink an eye and all of a sudden, you, you know, four Christmases have, have gone by and you, you don't know what. You don't know what the hell's going on. Or if you have kids, your your kids grow up incredibly fast. I don't have kids, but I hear um, that kids grow up fast and time ex- feels like it accelerates as you get older. I'm getting older and so is Tony and time does feel as if it is accelerating. The last thing I would want to do is waste these, you know, these tiny precious so, years on that. So I've, I've, I've always believed that um, the, the reason that we perceive time to go faster and faster and faster each year is because so for example if you think back to when you were like 5 years old a whole, a year felt like an eternity an eternity didn't it mm-hmm. well think about it when you were 5 years old one year represented 20% of your life right so it, so if you're 40 for instance one year represents what like like less like 2% of your life or mm-hmm. or like like 2.3 or something mm-hmm. so so the thing is like um it it is proportionally each year as you get older is a, is substantially a shorter and shorter and shorter portion of your life. Mm-hmm. So it really, it's well, kind of all relative. I don't know. Peterson probably explains it the best is that basically you're, you, you know, driving a car, for example, right? The first time you drive a car is a good right? way. You remember everything. You look at everything. You think about everything that's going on around you at all times. Mm-hmm. When you drive a car now in your 30s, 40s, 50s, you don't think about those things. Well, if you're a normal functioning person, you don't think about those things. If you have high anxiety, you, that you, that's all you think about, <laughs> which is becoming more popular. But listen, yeah. put, put that aside. The normal type of... Uh, and you're listening to NPR talking about like how, like how you need to get the, vac- uh, like the vaccine mandates and everything. <laughs> or else. Yeah. Um, but the normal prudent person standard um, that like 
English common law is built around. Basically, if if you learn to drive the car and you you understand what stoplights are, and your brain builds these autonomous functionaries around them. So when you're when you see a red light, your brain doesn't have to waste time and energy processing that it's a red light, right? That's often why you'll drive home and you don't remember the drive home. You're like, oh, did I stop at that stoplight? I have no idea. I oh crap! I'm ooh, I hope there wasn't a red light there. A red light. <laughs> I don't want to get a red light camera ticket there, right? That goes through your brain and it's weird because you don't notice it until you arrive at your destination. And the whole time that transpired felt like a, a flash. Was because your I, I love this explanation of it is is how your brain is already learned all of those tasks so now it can basically run on autopilot so you can be more devoted to paying attention to higher level things basically in a constant state of learning mm. and, and you're constantly learning and constantly absorbing more data and more knowledge and then the ones who are usually the most successful in the world are the ones who who acknowledge and recognize that and then utilize that to their potential. Those are the people who seem like they become freaking geniuses overnight and they, and they have like unlimited potential. There's no cap to it, right? It's all the yeah. Elon Musk's and the Jeff Bezos. It's all those people um, that who just completely rocket past everybody. And they don't seem to have any ceiling until they go completely berserk insane and they just die or they commit suicide, something like that, which is pretty big. Right. But, but it's, it, but basically that your brain goes on autopilot. You forget you don't, you don't, your brain doesn't have to spend as much time or energy processing those. So it, it, those events go by faster. And it's the same for like Christmas, right? You, once you experience Christmas, the first 10 years of your life, Christmas is always Christmas. It's always the same. So your brain has an expectation of what Christmas is going to be. Unless there's a shorter tragedy. and shorter and shorter each, each year. But that if goes something, by. but if something changes, there's a death in the family, have a major car accident, you have to go to the hospital. That moment feels like an eternity. Feels like an eternity. I had an issue one Halloween, not that long ago. That was the worst Halloween of my life. Lasted forever, and it was one day. But, and I had to be in the hospital. But, uh, but all the other Halloweens around us, including this one, are just boom, boom, boom. It's 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 a weird thing to think of that it takes something to jolt you out of it. Yeah. To bring, but vaccine mandates. We're way off that. Way off track here. <clears throat> so. Even even thinking about things in terms of the utilitarian argument, yeah, you, you right, know, yeah, re regard, yeah, regarding let's vaccine our, mandates, yeah, put our brain in that. Sure. So so the 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 utilitarian argument, the you know again the the, the most good for the most people, um, it, it's it's always couched in in evidence and data, sure, and science, yeah, and, and, and everything. And and remember that that typically typically moral arguments and morality it usually presents itself in the form of of like prohibitions, like um like don't do this. Like do, art, artificial self-restrictions and, right. and parameters. Well, well, and, and the thing yeah. is, I, I I wouldn't say they're they're artificial necessarily. I I, I would say that that it's it's all really based upon on uh, mm. this is the way that this is ideally well, they are the way because it's natural to murder somebody. It's natural. It's natural. It's a natural feeling emotion to do harm to somebody when they do harm to you. It's not. It's not natural to not want to do harm to them. So you have to artificially put up a barrier. Say no, no. If somebody does that, it's not right to hurt them or take if their stuff. If that were the case, humans would have killed themselves thousands of years ago. Like like the like the entire human race wouldn't exist today. They, they, well, they so, do. They do all the so, time. They still do today. So and we're on the brink of it right now. So, so 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 basically, what my point is, is that that the the common argument for for mandatory vaccines is that that the vaccinated immunity confers. A, um, that, that what it confers is basically that you cannot, or at least, at least the language that's used has been toned down lately, 
but that they like the implication is that you can't or it significantly reduces your ability to spread the virus mm-hmm. and it also makes it so that you cannot catch an infection now a couple of things are true one vaccinated immunity reduces your chances significantly of being hospitalized with with covid short term yeah, well, but that's all we have the data on. Well, so well, far. well, well. The thing is, we, we have, it hasn't existed long right, enough to know. But, really. but, but the thing is, even according to so according to the Israel study, which is by far the largest one that's been conducted, um, even after I think it was six, it was either six or nine months, the the um, the immunity or the the protection against hospitalization of a severe case, mm-hmm. it dropped from like ninety four percent to like seventy six or seventy eight percent. And again, mm-hmm. that was with Pfizer. Yeah. But but the thing is, I mean that that's still tremendous. That's, still, that's oh, it's massive. You know. So. But that's only. But my point is, it's still that's short term. Yeah. In the life of this virus, which I think, thankfully, everybody. Uh, well, I don't want to say thankfully the governments can probably say now, but I think more and more people are finally coming around to the fact that. Um, yeah, zero COVID's just not a thing. Um, no, it's, it's going to be around it, forever it's, and ever. It's going to be, it's never going to be go endem- endemic. But yeah, it's passed through every human on the planet. Eventually, it will it will pass through them, and it will kill two percent of its hosts, pretty much flat. There's well, like not really much way around that. Well, and and the thing is, before for, adjusting, and fortunately, as as immunity is conferred around the world, um, either either via vaccines or or by natural infections, which. Mm-hmm. Which I, I certainly hope that people don't get the natural infection that that they that they're able to to pursue immunity via other methods, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but uh, even even so, according to that to that Israel study, um, people that that had immunity from a natural infection were eleven times less likely to die, and they were something like four or seven times. I don't remember which one it was. Four or seven times less likely to be hospitalized with a severe case yeah. from a reinfection. Yeah, and and, uh, and then they were like twelve or thirteen percent less likely to to contract a reinfection. Mm-hmm. So so I, I guess what what my point here is is that um, that the policy of mandatory vaccines it doesn't take into account natural immunity. It doesn't take into account natural immunity from someone who is recovered from a natural COVID infection. Yeah, and and at least at least in my mind. If this policy were truly based on the most good for the most people, what it would do is it would take into account people people that had natural immunity from having the infection, sure. and and it would say those people are those people don't have to get the vaccine if they want to they can go ahead and get it, mm-hmm. but but they don't have to get it. What what we're concerned about is conferring is conferring immunity or or, or as Johnny likes to call it resistance, yeah, to um to to as many people as possible, but. It, it just it just seems like that little nuance in my mind tells me that these mandatory vaccines that that there's a, a big part of it it's a power play it's only a power play yeah that's the only but there's actually a third bucket here which we haven't even we haven't even list we, we talked about the moral side of it right um, mm-hmm. we, we talked about the utilitarian side of it but what what is often done and this is what makes this is probably why so many people have tuned out of politics, sports, entertainment is because it's infected by this garbage where people will use both the moral and the utilitarian simultaneously hand in hand. They will use it to justify their grab on power and their maintaining of the power. And they'll use it as reasoning why they should be in power. And they will often, they will often, if you, the ones who are very effective in this, 
Um, and I know we're we're pretty much out of time here, but we'll, you know I'll end with a couple things on this, and then we'll kick it back over to Tony, and we'll end it out here. But you know, the most effective in our society, the ones, in an, and I mean the most effective in terms of obtaining and controlling and and, uh, and building power um, on the political side of things, are the ones who who can very who can very easily jump through and back and forth between the right and wrong of moral that people are currently defining in the masses as moral and also how the utilitarian side of the specs will inherently quote, uh, positively affect, uh, your life in a, in a, in a better way. And so those people use those sort of excuses as a justification for, for you to vote for them, for you to buy their movies or records. Um, Oh my God, issues records. That's sad. Um, (laughs) we're old. Um, or, or things like that. The point is, is that those, those, the, the, it's, it's a sad thing when somebody, and once you see it one time, I, I promise you, it's like watching, uh, you know, the things that what has been seen cannot be unseen. Mm-hmm. Once you see this one time for yourself, you will see it in almost every politician and every actor or actress. It's disgusting. And you get disgusted with it pretty quickly. Once people start to see that they tune out, they disconnect and they stop with it. What has to change is not the disconnect. It's actually the re-engagement. You have to re-engage with it just in a different way. And that's what that's what I think we're out to do overall is to just show that we really need to re-engage in different ways that we aren't currently doing. COVID vaccines right now, the, 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 the mandates are nothing more than a tool of, it's just a, another tool in the tool belt of uh, the power power mongers and and people who all they want to do is keep you in that constant state of fear and tell you, you should do something at any one time because they don't want you to use your brain to decide for yourself. If they get you hooked on that drug, that has some, the it's, it's not, the outlook is not good. It's the outlook is not good long-term because there will be another pandemic. There will be another stress induced fear event like nine 11 or, or some terrorist attack, or it doesn't matter. Insert whatever your, your pleasure is. There will be an event that is utilized by politicians, by media, by all of them to make excuses why they should be in power, spend even more unlimited amounts of money and further dominate more and more of your life. Government mandates are never a good idea. They always lead to to authoritarian regimes. They're they're the fast track towards to to totalitarian systems, and no good ever comes out of that. Um, the organizing principle of of any totalitarian system is always opposition to an enemy. In the case of of the of the regime that we can kind of slowly see starting to come starting to see as the as the fog and the smoke clears is that that the opposition right now are are the unvaxed um are are the people that don't want to comply with the mandates will will that will will that birth a a a totalitarian regime i hope to god it doesn't um but we must remain vigilant and remember that the moral argument is always superior to the utilitarian argument because liberty is something that once you lose it, it's very, very difficult to get back. 
You never, you almost never do. Right. Not, and, and it's not, not in the same form. Yeah. And, and the know? thing is, and the thing is, liberty is the exception in human history. It, 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 it liberty is not the, the, is not the way that, that most people in history have ever lived. And, and, and the thing, because the thing is mo- most people in history lived in an utter authoritarian tragedy. And it's very important that we make sure that we, that we gird ourselves from falling into that. And, and, uh, and we have got to make sure that, that, that we let the people in power know it is not okay for them to mandate us to get the jab ever. Um, this is not, this is not us saying to commit violence. It's just saying that stand up, show them no. And if that, if that no is you at a, um, you know, what, uh, voting the people out, this is where probably the biggest thing needs to happen is a lot of these things need to change on a federal level, really, to strip them of as much power as you possibly can. But that's hard because nobody runs on a on a platform of I'm here to break the system. Those people fall pretty quickly. Well, so. well and, and the thing is, to me, it, it's all about the process. Um, if if a va- you know, I I would still be opposed to a vaccine mandate if it were passed by Congress and then signed into law. Sure. But the thing that makes this vaccine mandate so much worse than, than, than one that would be passed by Congress is the fact that it wasn't passed by Congress. Yeah. This, this is by executive writ of a sovereign. Yes. That, that's what this is. And the thing is, yes, the executive orders from Bill Clinton, George W. Bush, um, Barack Obama, and Donald Trump, those were all, all, uh, all, all executive writs by, by essentially a sovereign as well. But this one is much more um invasive. Yeah, yeah, it's much more invasive and it's it it just it, it, it there 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 really is not a uh there, there there there's no wall separating the the life of the average person from this executive order. It's tough to resist against it too. It's you can you can put up as many right. walls as you want and this thing just seems to permeate through all of them. It's really quite it's quite a thing to watch as yeah. it, as it as it burns through and as it burns through it's turning more and more neighbors into enemies yeah um and and, so. and really what it comes down to either submission yeah. or 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 your livelihood yes yeah you know and and that and that's wrong and it is wrong it, and that's that's where the moral that's exactly right the moral argument is there it's not right to take someone's livelihood because of a personal health decision you want to force them to make period and if you don't like that, you can move to another state. You can move to another town. Right. Or if they don't like it, maybe they'll move to another town or state. There's certainly a lot of that going on. Yeah. So, hey, listen, you're free to do what you want. If you continue to further restrict them beyond that point of leaving or penalizing them for leaving or, penalize them, uh, or, or penalizing them for others moving in who have different points of views, that is really where things start to get nasty. Well, well, you and, take someone's livelihood and it gets the gloves come off. And, and just remember something. The Berlin Wall was not built to keep the, the, uh, the, the, Western, the West Berliners out of East Berlin. It was built by the Soviets to keep the East Berliners in East Berlin and keep them from fleeing and going yep. to West Berlin. It's so, like those. It's like those horror movies you see when then there's a there's a door with a with a padlock or something. It's in like every, it's on the it's on the outside, right? <laughs> yeah. And you're like, well, that's weird. Why would they do that from the outside? And it's to keep something in, not something out. That's the that's that's the weird part. That oof. Yeah. You 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 have to be careful with these things. Liberty is a precious thing. You lose it. Yeah. You 
you almost never get it back. It is. And 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 I'll I'll will finish off by 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 just saying one thing. Um, I don't remember which founding father it was. If it was, uh, I think it was James Madison or or John Adams, but I I could be I could be wrong on uh, I could be wrong either way. But but they said they said a moral law is irrelevant without a moral lawgiver, and I I think that that if if you have a moral law or, or a, a a moral argument that is not based upon the premise of there being a moral lawgiver you have you you have a utilitarian argument the most good for the most people just just clothed in the accoutrements of a, of a moral argument but it's but it's not a moral argument so just just take that digest it um yeah and, i like it it's and good. uh and let's hope and pray that this vaccine mandate gets overturned by the supreme court when and if it eventually gets to the supreme court if it doesn't this is god's providence and uh, the world, every that's the that's the craziest part is you have to accept everything that's happening in God's world, and still maintain your own set of moral principles, no matter what other people do. And just and, remember that. And live a great life. Yes. And, and enjoy enjoy the things that you have around you while you can enjoy them. And while they're here. Yeah. And, and while they're and, still and, here, because they and, might not be here tomorrow. And that's the thing: you can't let the fear and anxiety that the people at the top are pushing onto you hold you back from enjoying your life. Because 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 if you do that, then they win. Yeah, that's you true. Know? You that that's true. If you quiet your mind, you meditate upon it, and you pray, you will find. It, yep. They, they don't. They don't truly have dominion over you. Yep. Be yourself. Don't be who they want you to be. Yep. All right. Well, awesome. This was great. All right. Yep. Tony, yeah, yes, thank it was. you so much. I uh, says uh, Johnny B signing out. All right. Godspeed. <laughs>